video. It's the only way to get what you want to watch when Hello, my name is Justin McClure, and I'm here today with Mark Hansen. And you're listening to the Bay Street Video Podcast, where we go through all the new Blu-rays and DVDs. Uh, my voice what? may crack like a prepubescent yeah, are you, child. Are you okay over there? Because I'm just getting over a cold. <laughs> and But you know what's more important? Talking about these new Blu-rays and DVDs. Oh, yeah. But you have an update. we get into that, I have a very important update to this share. This is why I had to share be here with our as listeners. Well. Yeah. Drag myself <laughs> out of bed. Yeah, you got to get down here for this. You <laughs> didn't even tell me what it is. No, like, it's important. It's important. And now you're finding out for the <laughs> and now you're finding out for the first time. So. And what is it, Mark? We sold another copy of Aspen Extreme. Yeah. A sound effects board just farting all the time. So some lucky person out there, or maybe mm-hmm. unlucky if they didn't like it. Um, <laughs> I got an update. The film is two hours long. Yes, yeah, it is. And, you Ouch. know, you don't even feel a second of that <laughs> runtime. It's like going down the slopes. Well, you know what? Dumb and Dumber is almost two hours long. <laughs> and again, it's the same film. Yeah, the same okay. film, people. So did you have to order more? Do you still have yeah, some in stock? <laughs> well, well, we still have DVDs. We haven't sold mm. any of those. But yeah, we but do we... have more Blu-rays on yeah. the way. Yeah, I the mean, true you got, Aspen fans. You, you got to see that crisp skiing footage in uh, high definition. Well, um, that's very good to hear, Mark. Um, I was, <laughs> you it was sound a, very excited. It was a little touch and go there for a moment. <laughs> it was. It was. So, new cult releases. We have Big Trouble in Little China. Now, yep. this is a big one <laughs> because it's been available in like a two to set. Yep. It was on Blu-ray. So, Shout Factory's like, get out of the way. Yeah. We're making the ultimate <laughs> version because it has like... I mean, special features for days. The only yeah. people that are involved are John Carpenter exactly. and Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, the people that you would want. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like Show Factory is just trying to corner the market on mm-hmm. John Carpenter releases in general. <laughs> Every single one they can get. Is there anything that on. they haven't done at this point? That's a great question. I mean, they haven't done Ghosts of Mars, but that's because Mill Creek has it. Yeah, guess, but, but Mill Creek recently put it out on Blu-ray. They did, again, yeah, so. they did. Yeah, that's a good question. And um, like, what is it? Uh, the British I mean, company Gar- put out Ghosts of Mars as well. Right, Indicator, yeah. yeah. <laughs> real, if you want a real nice special edition of that. And they did Vampire. They yeah. did Village of the Damned. They did Village of the Damned. They've done In the Mouth of Madness. Did they do The now? War? I think somebody did no, it they recently. Didn't, they no? didn't do okay. The Ward. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's next. That movie's awful. So Big Trouble in Little China, you a fan? You know what? This isn't one of my favorite no? John Carpenter movies. Ooh, I know I like that's controversial. I know, I know. I I think it's fun. No, I, it's one of those that are. It's We've fun, established you're a vampire. No, oh, a ghost of Mars. Man. I'm a ghost of Mars. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. Um, but if you like this movie or you know somebody that likes this movie, pick up this Blu-ray because, yeah, like I said, scared. it's being released as a steelbook <laughs> <I know. laughs> and a normal edition, and they're the same price. They're the exact same price. The exact same thing. Wow. The steelbooks have been selling better though. So yeah, well, because I think people look at it and like, ooh, you get extra stuff. They don't know the curse of the steel no. book. Yeah, that's right. Is it just me, or do you prefer the art on the non-steel book editions? Because mm. I do. I'm not a huge fan of the art on the steel book. You're talking about like the Shout Factory ones, yeah, right? Which just are the very Shout specific. Ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually picked up the yeah, steel book, and I was like, "They're the same price," mm. and I was like, "No." The steelbook will break. It always breaks. <laughs> I know. Like my voice. <clears throat> but it's not supposed to break, right? No, it's, it's not. It's supposed to be steel. No, it's cheap plastic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, The Boys Next Door is being put out by Severin, the Penelope Spheris film. I haven't seen this one. Yeah, I've never seen this. Always been interested because, you know, Penelope mm-hmm. Spheris is great. Uh, Charlie Sheen. 
Yeah. Is a time, always. Uh, he goes on a killing spree with yeah. Maxwell Caulfield. I am not familiar <laughs> with that actor. Yeah, me neither. I feel like I know that name, though. That yes. name sounds very I mean, it sounds me. like Catch from the Rye. <laughs> no, I know, that's right? what it sounds that's like. That's what it sounds like. Maybe yeah. that's just what it is. I don't uh, know. This movie's always intrigued me, though. Yeah, I, I always remember seeing the Anchor Bay DVD. Mm-hmm. Where like, cause yeah, I don't know, they Which put it out. Which kind of just looked like some bad TV movie. Yeah, or they're, something, they're both the sitting on the car, yeah. and they're I like, thought it was hey, a TV "How's it going?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but apparently not. It's Penelope Spheris, uh, I think this is pre her sellout phase, which came yeah. with like Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I yeah. mean, Wayne's World's good though. Mm-hmm. I would you disagree. Like nah, I don't like Wayne's not World. Not a Wayne's World. Fan. I do not like Mike Myers, but I have okay. never seen That's "I funny. Married a Max" uh, an axe murderer. You know, I've never seen that either. Wow, really? Yeah. Wayne's like World. Wayne's World and Austin Powers fan? You, pff, never you know that. what? Wayne's World, <laughs> I did not see it yeah. as a kid. Okay. So maybe I didn't see I saw it as an adult, and okay. I did not find it funny. And I've watched really? it okay. multiple times since then. When was the last time you watched it? A couple years ago. Yeah, okay. I watch it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> watch it yesterday. Yeah, and I love, love it. Yeah. it. No, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's because I saw it as a kid. Mm. Same with Austin Powers. I'm sure that. Maybe not as funny. The only joke I like. I mean, Austin Powers Austin definitely Powers. <laughs> uh, not woke. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, Farrell in brown face. Wow, yeah, he was in brown face. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah, the only joke I ever think about is a deleted scene where the goon dies and then they call his bachelor party, I think, <laughs> to tell him. I think it's Rob Lowe as well. Yeah, it is. A very funny scene. That is. Um... Being put out by Film Detective is Ega. Uh, again, it's a Mystery Society Cedars 3000 classic. Yep. I was shocked to flip the case behind on this. And it's a Film Detective, mm-hmm. which I don't know if we've talked about because um, their yeah, releases are very expensive. Yeah. Well, they're also public domain. Mostly. Yeah. But and they, they do new scans, I yeah. think. Okay. That's the gimmick of them is that Interesting, they yeah. like do new scans of the film, but I don't think they do any new restoration no. either. They haven't done a ton of Blu-rays yeah. either. It's mostly just DVDs. But I was but surprised I because I don't think they did the scan because okay. it's by NWR, Nicholas Winding Refn, his website. Oh, have you ever visited it? that website? I haven't, no. Uh, it's amazing because he, does uh, scans yeah. of new movies and he puts them on there for free oh, and with like 30 uh, articles every month about just written for the site nice. the site is unmanageable like it, it's <laughs> so complicated because it's like one of those it's not a flash site because those don't exist anymore yeah. but like things come down and you're like where am right. I the actual <laughs> movies will be like trapped within chapters oh, and you're wow. like oh. well but done. it's great well and like done. they published a bunch of um like remastered version of Ron Orman films, who was like a famous, he made like Christian scare films and they've oh, only okay. been available in like really shitty, like VHS transfers yeah. and beautiful. They did new scans. They recently released an unfinished uh, Andy Milligan film, which has never been seen anywhere else oh, yeah. on their website for free. Okay. And it looks like Ega uh, was a scan that they did okay. and film detective is putting it out in conjunction with shout factory. Inter- it's interesting, right? Because, yeah. yeah, this was sort of, this kind of came out of nowhere. They only mm-hmm. announced this maybe about a month ago. Yeah. And it's like, apparently it's supposed to be a limited run of 1,500 mm-hmm. copies, and that's it. I, wonder I mean, if, I don't know if that's true. Um, not, yeah, probably, because I if mean, they have, if you look at the back of the box, there's like seven supporting mm-hmm. um, companies that yeah. help them out with it. And it has the Mystery Science Theater 2000. It does, film, yeah. Which, is that a, no, it's not a new one, right? It's an old no, one. No, it's an old yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like public domain. We have an old DVD. If people don't know Ega, it stars Arch Hall Jr., is directed by a father, our Charles Sr., who <laughs> yeah. wanted to make him a star, is yeah. about caveman. I've actually never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen this either, and it's like, I know it's one of those classic mm. bad movies that, that always yeah. seems to get referenced with, like, I'm not a big uh, caveman kind of yeah, uh, I uh, film fan. But I'm like, I'm definitely going to check it out now. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Richard Keel's in it. You know? <laughs> yeah, he plays a giant I caveman. He plays the caveman, yeah. and I love Richard 
Tokyo. I'm like, no, I don't want to see that Ringo Starr film, Cave <laughs> yeah, Man, I know, right? directed by the guy who wrote Jaws. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> but I do love, wait, what is it called? Oh, it's called The Sadist, which stars R. Charles Jr. Mm. And it's like a one location black right. and white film, which was uh, shot by Vilmos. Oh, okay. Uh, I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I Really I great. Yeah, uh, okay. It was released under another title by... Um, Scorpion. I don't okay. remember what it was. Yeah, no, I, I think we had that. Release. Oh, was it like Babyface Killer? I yeah, think it was something I think like that's that. What it was. Or but that's also a Jack Nicholson film. So I don't know. Anyway, anyway, go, it's out there. Yeah, <laughs> pick it up here. It's yeah, expensive. And it's, <laughs> but you know, it's limited. It so is limited. If you want it? Did you, you know? uh, sell another copy of that irreversible uh, Korean no, Blu-ray? Have it. Yeah, of course you have it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, don't you. come in. Come in get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should be excited. I'm going to buy it if nobody buys Will it. Will you? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. But it's um, so nice, though. It's it so looks pretty. so nice, yeah. Um, we also have Emmanuel in America. This is the Emmanuel <laughs> film that famously has um, really nasty snuff footage oh, within it. Not real funny. snuff footage. Like, Emmanuel's like walking by a room. And she looks into like some weird sex room and they're watching <laughs> naturally. Yeah. Um, like snuff footage that the special effects guy shot. And I think it actually brought them to court because mm. they thought it was real. It okay. is not. Uh, this release is notable because during the documentary on Joe D'Amato, yeah. they show a picture of, from the important cinema club. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, because we did an episode oh, on nice. it. What they did plug. not ask us. <laughs> Great. And it's it's it just they're talking about Joe D'Amato and they must have searched Joe D'Amato in Google Image yeah. Search and, and, what, and our thing is one of the first <laughs> that comes up. That's and great. you know because it has the Joe D'Amato it has the important cinema club um, banner on it, and yeah. it's the episode uh, title uh, Joe D'Amato Feels No Shame. So. <laughs> I, I remember that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Emmanuel in America. Uh, yeah, not my kind of thing, are but. Are you I, an Emmanuel fan? Or? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen the original. We're really Emmanuel, like anti sexploitation, so, so we should have a sexploitation expert. <laughs> we should. We need a sexploitation expert. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing the in. first three Emmanuels, yeah. like the ones that are considered like actual films, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. I thought they were like. They're okay. fine. I don't know. Yeah. They, they like look nice. They yeah. For sexual on film, yeah. 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 Um, out of these, like you know, all the I believe Emmanuel in America I, stars uh, Laura Gemser, it which does, means right? it's Black yeah. Emmanuel. It is, yeah. yes, not yeah, the original yeah. Emmanuel. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of like Django's check, and check Ringo's. Check our Arrow section for uh, all the Emmanuels you can handle. Arrow there's put out a lot of Emmanuels. Oh, oh no, there's just no Arrows. We have it. Oh, Arrows. Yeah, the sexy section. Our sexy section is called Arrows for some reason. And we have a lot of Wait, who picked that title there. I don't know. That was there when I got here. As so. opposed to erotica. Yeah. What do they like call that? erotica? Or I don't know. Maybe make a change. Hey, you're in charge, aren't you? I guess I, you? I, guess I could change. make a change. Yeah. Arrow, speaking of Arrow, <laughs> is putting out Jake Speed, um, which is about paperback hero Jake and his author, uh, Help a Girl, Save her sister from white slavers in Africa. Wow, that's not very exciting. When <laughs> yeah, I like I that. <laughs> it looks more exciting. I've from seen the this cover. movie. Okay, this is one of those it. like weird um, Indiana Jones ripoffs that came yeah, out in the eighties, like Can like, and stuff like that. We're making the guy's not that charismatic, but it's famous for having a stunt that like really badly injured two stunt men, and you can see it in the movie. Yeah, they're like standing by a door, and it's like the camera's right on them. I think they were supposed to move out of the way, but yeah. it was mistimed, so the car hits, and they're in front of the door, oh, and, the, and they just like go out of the. But they kept in the movie what if you were a stuntman would you be like i want this in the movie or would you be like i don't know that's a good question i mean <laughs> I, guess, be like, How I, I guess a stunt man? i mean you think like <clears throat> part of me thinks like stuntmen would want to go out in a blaze of glory but yeah. that's a really sick yeah but they didn't thing. die yeah i know i know but there's a shot in triple x the vin diesel film that's yeah. like moments before the stuntman died 
He like smashed into a bridge while yeah, he was like hang gliding. Yeah. yeah. And he kept it in the movie. Really... Okay. Eesh. Sure. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Jake Speed, if you need, if you've seen the Tom Selleck, um, Indiana Jones ripoff that I believe um, Golden yeah. Harvest made. What <laughs> yeah. is it? It's something China. It's a high road to China. High road to China. Then <laughs> check out Jake Speed. Yeah. Um, in the classic section, we have Candy from 2006. Yeah. Uh, do you know this one, Mark? You know what? Interesting story with this. This is the first film I ever saw at the Toronto International Film Festival. Wow. I know. In 2006, I guess. Yeah. And was it because you were a big uh, Jeffrey Rush guy? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just think, you know, I had, you know, moved down to the city the year before. So it was my first year going to TIFF. I think I got a 10 pack or something. <laughs> and I just like picked my films. And this was just the first one on the schedule. Like, I love candy. I think in I, its physical form. I know, right? Yeah. I think I like drug addiction movies, so that's probably <laughs> why I was like, this is going to be like Requiem for a Dream or oh, something. Yeah. And I like Heath Ledger. You know what? I, I liked it at the mm. time, but I haven't revisited yeah. it. Shout is putting I, it out. Yeah, I remember it being really uh, affecting because, mm. it's, yeah, it's basically a love story about two addicts who are trying to get clean together, mm-hmm. which yeah. we've kind of seen in movies before, but... I don't know. It was done, done in a really nice way. I can't remember the director offhand. But, mm, yeah, uh, I don't have it here. But uh, I just you know, remember it, being, about the it rush. had a lot of like feeling to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Jeffrey Rush has got you know yeah. a typical weirdo supporting role. Mm. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think it's, it's worth a yeah. If you like, not, it's kind the, of an underrated Heath Ledger. Yeah, not the Terry Southern novel no. <laughs> that was also made into a movie. Exactly. Called yeah, <laughs> not that one. No, not that one. Um, we also have uh, Joanne the Maid. Uh, the Battles and the Prisons, the yeah. two Jacques Rivette films being put out by Cohen. Are you a Jacques Rivette head? I, I like Jacques Rivette. I haven't seen this one. No. Um, I, I like his movies It, it a feels lot. like uh, every French director is, like, legally obliged to make a Joan of Arc, Joan movie, of Arc like movie. Robert Brousseau made <laughs> one. Know, yeah. uh, Jacques Rivette. Uh, Luc Brousseau was like, why? Isn't there enough? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, but um, I think these I'm have been a bit... to hear Jacques yeah. Rivette or to see Jacques Rivette's take on it. Are I you going to sit through, like, five hours of I it, mean, though? I, I sat through Celine and Julie go boating. Yeah, but that one's fun. Go. That one's great, yeah. You know this I mean, one's not fun. I know. I haven't gotten to, like, his lot, like, out one or, like, you know, uh, his really well. long... Long Paris Blancs yeah. is a fun one. I haven't seen that one. I gotta, uh, I gotta uh, that and the uh, nun was put out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are going to be disappointed this holiday season when they yeah. get Jacques Rivette's the nun. <laughs> or pleasantly surprised. Oh, maybe. Knows? Yeah. Um, speaking of sexy films, we have Roger <laughs> Vadim's Le Liaison. Well, I like how you put it. Le da- Liaison Dangerous. I don't know. That's how they like Dangerous Liaisons. I, you know, and I've never seen any version of this movie. Not even the John Malkovich no, one. I've seen the John Malkovich yeah. one, which I remember liking a lot, but I also remember <laughs> being really trashy. Yeah. But I think it's one of those like trashy films mm. that like older boomers like really get into, <laughs> uh, too. You know, it's one of those like every 80s, generation. classy, trashy movies. Yeah. This one I haven't seen, but I know it's got a pretty big following. Mm. We've been selling a ton of them so far. It's been out of print for a long time. People so. in like um, yeah. uh, jackets, and <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, give me three liaison dangerous and Emmanuel in America." And Emmanuel in America, yeah, you know, know, good double feature. Good double feature right there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Roger Vadim film. No, you haven't. You haven't seen um, "And God Created Woman." No, I've never Barbarella. Seen that. I'm trying to think of another Roger Vadim. Uh, he made like a vampire one, which is like, yeah, uh, you yeah. probably haven't seen it. Probably haven't seen it. Nope. <laughs> you're, you're like, yeah, Barbarella. No, I, thank I you. Start with Too that. sexy. Yeah, I know. I, I, mean, I think I've spoken to my anti-sexploitation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I don't I want any part of that. <laughs> 
Um, we also have two Japanese films, but only one of them is an anime. Yeah. We have Space Adventure Cobra, the movie. Not very familiar with the Cobra character. I know of him. Yeah, I know it's, it is a big deal, right? Like, it was a TV show, yeah. I think. He has, like, an eye patch. He's dressed yeah, in red. it looks cool. And, you know, the big thing with this one is it's Ultra HD, too. So it's the first. Discotech is, you know, a company yeah. that does a lot of anime stuff. They haven't done a UHD release before, so you know, they're testing with, the waters. Um, Shout Factory doing, like, the Ultimate Edition Big Trouble Little China. Mm-hmm. When do they start releasing the Ultra HD version? And they start going well, through that's their what catalog I'm all yeah, over like, again. That's the same with Criterion. Soon. Same with all these companies. Like, what you'll have to buy them, right? Decide to go back. Yeah, soon. I bet. Soon. <laughs> no, I know. I don't want to see it. <laughs> and then Nutcracker Fantasy. It's coming out, which sounds fun. It's a stop motion. Yeah, Japanese it's really movie. interesting. Um, I think they're. Am I mistaken? There's some English. There's an English dub on it with I probably think some name actors oh, really? from the seventies. From the time, yeah. I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah, me neither. But the stop motion animation looks great. Listen, and, uh, there's only one you know. Nutcracker film for me, <laughs> and you know which one it is. Which one's that? It's the one directed by Mr. Tango and Cash. Himself. I know. I knew you were going to say that <laughs> Nutcracker, the untold story. <laughs> the one with um, that's and also Al like Fanning, a, right? an, an allegory for World War II. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen that film yet, but I. It's Christmas it. season. I, I remember when it came out, it was like it got the most atrocious yeah. reviews. I remember reading those like, what is this movie about kind of pieces. And that was his passion project, too. Yeah, like, I that's they a movie spent a lot was. of money on it. And, and they released it in 3D, 3D. Yeah, which did. is out of print now. And for, we have oh, the no. DVD on our Christmas yeah. wall for sale, wow. but the Blu-ray, they just stopped. They were like, nah, nobody's buying this. I wonder if they released print. it in 3D at the time. They probably did. They did at the time. Wow. Uh, Scarface is being put out by Universal. What? Another Al Pacino version of Scarface? No, no, it's It's the Howard Howard Hawks one, which actually has never been on Blu-ray before. I think people think it has because Mm -hmm. it's always included in the Blu-ray sets. Oh, that's right, as a bonus, yeah. But it's only a DVD. It's not Mm. actually a Blu-ray. So this is actually the first time it's on Blu-ray. I love this film. Yeah, it's yeah, you big Howard Hawks man. Yeah, more or less. I mean, I like the stuff I've seen. I wouldn't say I'm like an aficionado. That's a big like um, anti-Kate cinema. Oh no, they like Howard Hawks, but there was like a Hawks group. That was like that. This is our king. Howard yeah. Hawks is everything. <laughs> the cult of Hawks. The cult yeah. of Hawks. Uh, there yeah. were some like um, hair raising stories in like uh, Easy Rider, Raging Bull near the end of his life. That he was like a germaphobe and like he had really? wear like many gloves everywhere that he went. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I read that book. I remember. But who knows? That book is filled with yeah, conjecture and rumors. <laughs> Love it, though. <laughs> yeah, such a good book. Two Criterion releases are coming out this week. Um, we have Story of Temple Drake, which is a 1933 pre-code film, rape and revenge film, according yeah. to their own write-up. And it was adapted from the William Faulkner novel, Sanctuary. Yeah. And it's one of those pre-haze films. People love them. Classic film watchers. Yeah, I. I this is, again, a pretty big deal because it's never really been available in any yeah. sort of, like, watchable transfer. So we've actually been selling more than I even would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like pre-code stuff yeah, from what I've seen. Fun. I just don't have that much of knowledge of no, it. I know, me neither. They, Not really. uh, Warner released all these, like, forbidden Hollywood sets <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> I watched some of those, and there was actually some really cool, like, yeah. they, not enough guys. nudity. No, yeah, I know. Right? Right? Your anti-exploitation bias. I know. <laughs> I'm a complicated person. <laughs> but if I was, it's in I black was and white, It's okay. Yeah, it's okay then. Yeah. Right? I was surprised at how like far some of these films went, just in terms of like the trashiness and the yeah, violence yeah, yeah, of yeah. some of them. I was like, wow. this is pretty interesting <laughs> actually. So, and um, Criterion is also putting out Tunes of Glory. A Ronald Neems film that stars the incomparable Alec Guinness. I'm reading. <laughs> did the you write the copy? <laughs> no, I did not write that myself. <laughs> I am not familiar with this film. Yeah, uh, I know it was 
I just know it because it was on Criterion <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on DVD already. Um, and people, Alec Guinness is in it, so uh, it's popular. Are people uh, like buying a lot of these as well? Not so much right no, now. I mean, Alec Guinness is always popular here, mm. uh, no matter what it is. But I think most people, we already sold a ton of DVDs, and I think a lot of people, people might just, got just that, be yeah. happy. Because I don't think the Blu-ray, I think it is a new scan, but I don't mm. think they do much in the way of new extras or anything. Oh, okay. So I, it's kind of like if you don't have it yeah. already, great. But I don't know how yeah, exactly, exactly it is. So. so let's move to television because we got some big ones. <laughs> Ancient Aliens. Our TV season. Uh, wait, no. <clears throat> Ancient Aliens season twelve, <laughs> volume one. Yeah, get, get that right. Okay. So, have you? Do you have all the other versions of Ancient Aliens that I can buy? We, we never started uh, carrying <laughs> Ancient Aliens until a few years ago. Yeah. We started getting asked for it like crazy. Wow. I don't know. Have you ever watched Ancient no, Aliens? No, I have no idea what it is. No, it's some A and E or hit, no, some History Channel. Show. I've seen the meme. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, it's that right. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah like a History Channel show about you know conspiracy theories and mm. stuff about aliens in the past and you know I've I've never actually seen the show I only know about it because everybody's asked about it here for a while I have to start looking into it this is a huge deal like this has a huge following really the show yeah oh, like that's why that there's twelve seasons genuinely it, believe it and part one oh yeah and the fans they come in and they're like you have the new Ancient Aliens season twelve volume one I need it this one finally cracks the code. They actually released, too. We got it. I think it was last year. They put out a box set of mm -hmm. everything up until that point, mm -hmm. which I think was the first 10 seasons because 11 was still separate. All right. And it was this huge, like, to sell any. Of, yeah, we still have it. So if you've got an ancient aliens fan in your life, we've got a massive box That's a set. a lot of aliens. Of alien conspiracy theories. Wow. So. Was it like a new conspiracy every episode? I don't know, actually. I, I would, mean, I would, it, it must have a lot of flat. Like, I'm hoping there's a lot of reenactments. Yeah. So. <laughs> I would have loved to, like, sit in the like in the room the day that they decided like hey annie why don't we just make a bullshit <laughs> like and why like and the same thing with like the history channel yeah like, exactly this is what sells nobody wants any like factual stuff no. let's just yeah let's just kind of the them. reality show equivalent of documentary <laughs> yeah right um you are also bringing in doctor who season two colin baker wait is it season two of colin baker or season two of yeah, doctor who out of itself Full stop. I don't understand Doctor Who. Wait, you don't <laughs> understand Doctor Who? No, I, I mean, I've never seen Doctor Who. So. No, you know what? I have seen. Are you Doctor Who? Uh, only the new stuff. Okay. I've seen, okay. so I saw the Eccleston. I'm saying right. his name wrong. No, that's right. You know, everybody yeah. knows the villain from, from the first G.I. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I like and how you went to G.I. Thor Dark would... World. <laughs> okay. And so I watched, and then the David Tennant stuff, right. which I really liked. And I watched all the Matt Smith stuff as well. Okay. But all the earlier stuff, there's so much of it. There's so and it's, much of it. And it's in its own register mm -hmm. that, like, yeah, no thanks. Thank you. Like, people I understand it, people, people love grew up it. with it. Yeah. So they've been releasing these Blu-ray sets mm -hmm. over the last year, two years, actually. But it's weird. They're only doing specific seasons. So it'll be like, well, know, Tom Baker season one came out first. Great. But then they did Tom Baker season seven. Mm -hmm. And then they did. I, I like, think it's Tom. a lot of it is episodes are missing from a yeah. lot of the early series. Yeah. And um, they've never done like season sets before either. Yeah. They've only done like, oh, it's like this like arc of, yeah. <clears throat> of this character. So it's interesting that they're finally doing seasons. I heard that they actually got some episodes back because they would air them on the BBC mm -hmm. and then they tape over the tapes. Really? But some of the signals sent out and bounced back to Earth, allowing them to like recapture them. 
That's really? insane. Yeah, that's, that is insane. That's very Doctor Who worthy. I mean, maybe one day when I get older, I'll sit down and be like, "Time to watch <laughs> Doc, all this is the, Doctor Who." Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got your Doctor Who sets and your Dark Shadows. Set. Oh my like, god! Which one do I? <laughs> which one will take me into death? <laughs> but no, I can't. I mean, people. Who, well, I don't watch TV. Love Doctor so you're not going to watch know, Doctor I'm Who. Not, I'm never going to watch Doctor Who. Even but know I, that the um, the BBC uh, series is very short. I think it's like 10, 12 episodes yeah, per right? series. Yeah, I think so. Game of Thrones, the season eight is finally out. And it's the, Game of Thrones week here. Yeah, so, is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, every week the game. Every uh, time Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones. Yeah, we all had to. Met, yeah, <laughs> got my garb in the back. Right yeah, that's now, right. Swords. You're the Sean Bean character. Yeah, exactly. We could kill you. Like, so I won't be on the podcast next week because nope. I'll be dead. So. I mean, you obviously didn't watch Game of Thrones because you're too no, cool for that. I'm way too cool for Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I watch it all. I enjoyed it. I'm a pretentious hack. I think fans are bad. Um, yeah, they have. You know what? It's a very genuine reaction for being disappointed by the last season of Game of Thrones. Threatening so, death. Was it? I don't know about as that. But he says it is mm, very rushed because okay. you can tell the um, showrunners are like, we don't want to make this show anymore. Yeah, like, let's just get it over with. Like eight, eight seasons eight is a seasons long time. Like, yeah, and they, uh, you know, people are understandably. Um, uh, miffed by, I mean, if you want no spoilers, stop listening now. That a character had a turn that, like, that you had followed them the entire season, oh, and then suddenly they went like bad in like a really bad way okay. in like the before last episode. And people yeah. were like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, it really made them angry. Okay, which didn't help because it felt so rushed. So you yeah, felt okay. like they didn't get there. At yeah, the right you point. gotta really like earn something like that. I but I can say. understand. Like, the showrunners probably hated the fans by that point anyway, yeah. so they're like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It's a thing, a show like that, it's like there's too so big fan pressure after a while. They got like booed they off the Comic-Con stage <laughs> after the show aired. Yeah, they were supposed to have, like, a retrospective panel. Yeah. And, like, the audience was like, boo! <laughs> Why did they come just to boo? <laughs> I hate fans sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but but you know you got a big box set. We also that's the thing. So there's season eight by itself. If you've bought everything up until this point, there's also the complete series. You set just suddenly come out of a coma, right? You know what? <laughs> you know what Mark wants for? Um, yeah, you know Christmas. what? I think I'm gonna watch Game of Thrones now. I think yeah. I'm gonna start that. That's uh, the only present you'll get. Yeah. from your partner and your family. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, she was watching it, and I was my partner oh. was watching it, and I, I caught some of it here mm-hmm. and there. It kind of looked really cheap to me, though. Is it just me? Like, I, it's just you. Like, yeah, okay. You were I don't like, know. Oh, it doesn't look like the movies I, I like to watch. <laughs> doesn't have the budget of Jeff Bridges' yeah, The Seven Doesn't Son. look like Neil Breen's Fateful <laughs> Findings or something. You know? Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, if you're, but no, it's obviously Game of Thrones is a huge mm-hmm. deal. And if you're a huge Game of Thrones head and you want to rebuy a complete series set, there is a limited collector's set on Blu-ray mm-hmm. with a bunch of toys and Dragony thing, some well, sort of. Like I looked setup. inside of it. Yeah, it it, like, it doesn't. It's not like a it's statuette. Huge. Yeah, it, it's like a weird, like almost storybook. Sort of like, yeah, it's like you can move the pieces or mm-hmm. something. It's strange. It's like you can set up your own little. Uh, what's the world called? Uh, Westeros. Uh, Westeros. Yeah, and you can move dragons. I actually, I'm a big fan, and I don't own any season of the show. Okay, so. Yeah, maybe. Time's for right for you. We've uh, actually already sold two of these things, so can you believe it? Uh, yes, I can. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas time. Uh, you know what happened with the first season, right? Is that uh, on the commentary track for one of the episodes, they said that one of the heads that are on the pike yeah. looks like George Bush, George W. Bush, because... Oh, I do remember used, hearing about that. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the mold that was made for, like, Oliver Stone's... Yeah. Uh, and they had yeah. to go back and recall all those Blu-rays and DVDs what? and edit that shot out. <laughs> 
insane. I do remember hearing that. That's great. <clears throat> you know, the more I talk on this episode and my voice cracks, I realize that what I re- who I really sound like is Super Dave Osborne. <laughs> you do, actually, yeah. Like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, no, I like it. It's okay. bringing new quality to this. You say Super Dave went home and he's like, if only I sounded more <laughs> like my voice wasn't cracking all the time. <laughs> I could have been Albert Brooks. <laughs> I like where Super Dave, you know, carves his knee shit. Rest in peace. Yeah, it's like a Super Dave joke on his, um, (laughs) (laughs) on his gravestone. Yeah, like what he's at the funeral. They like, they're like, and he's gonna be put in the grave the way that he wanted, and they like had a catapult, like slammed him into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I love Super Dave. Canadian treasure, of course, right? No, Super Dave's the best. Um, so new stuff. Oh my God. There's so many movies. There's a lot of new movies this week. Yeah. yeah. We usually and some, uh, blow through this, but you know, there's some, um, long awaited, I think, uh, films that we're going to talk about. Have you seen some of these? I actually have seen some of these. Okay. So, I mean, I've seen some. Have, have you seen, seen the Nick Cage one? Savage. That's not, that's not Nick Cage. Oh, that's not? No. Oh, no. I, I was, for a second, I was like, there's a new Nick Cage movie oh, on there. I'm sorry. I, didn't I confused know. it was Primal. Pri- I have seen Primal though. I did watch. That bad. doesn't come out till on DVD till New Year's. Eve actually, so it's a New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve treat. Yeah, um, it is very bad. Oh, I mean, we can talk about it more when it comes out. But my big problem with Primal, I watched it the other night, is that it's got a ridiculous premise where it's like a, almost like a snakes on a plane thing. Yeah, it was like, like Nicholas Cage like versus exotic, animals. Yeah, it's like exotic yeah. animals on mm-hmm. a boat on a yeah. freighter ship that get loose, and he's the big game hunter, and he's, yeah. he's got a, and he should have like skills on how to take yeah, him down. But there's but. also a, a convict on oh, played by my favorite Kevin Durant. I love so, Kevin. Durant. Who's actually very good. He's probably the best part. Kevin of Durant. Um, I heard him on a podcast, and he said like people will often give me scripts, and they're like, I wrote this role for you, <laughs> yeah. and I'll read the first page, and it's like the primal man. <laughs> his teeth and grab the cage with his large uh, simian like knuckles and he's like uh okay yeah, sure. <laughs> but you know what he brings that passion to his Kevin Ryan is one of those like great character actors he yeah, yeah. He's, he's excellent and he you know what he used to come into the store a bit actually no he did once when he twice. worked on the strain I bet yeah yeah when he was in town and he was the nicest guy really say. he came in he bought some movies he rented some stuff here he rented some he stuff actually rented because I guess he was just staying around the area and he was like absolutely yeah, the, the nicest person because he was one one of the leads on that uh, yeah. Game of Thrones show, which I did not watch because I, I watched yeah. the first episode and it was not good. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So moving but on. But anyways, we'll talk more about Primal when that comes out. But <sighs> they just don't do enough with the premise. Yeah. Basically, it's Bummer. like great premise and then it's like, but you don't do anything. Yeah. With it. Boo. So. You know what does a lot with its premise? A bread factory. Yes. Uh, bread this factory. This is a big one. Yeah. Me. Because yeah. Um, we played it at the What the Film Festival. Which is, how did it not play at TIFF? I'm so surprised it didn't play at TIFF or like. Anything. So many other festivals, yeah, you know? and they're like, "Oh, it's too long." Because I think it's like four hours long. It is, yeah. But you know, feel it. It feels like two movies. No. It feels like a mini series, if yeah. you will. Oh, absolutely. And it's by Patrick Wang. I think we've talked about we it. We talked before. about it in the family. Yeah, in the like, family, probably months or so ago. Um, and this is just like an even like step up stylistically. Yeah, like just ambitious. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so essentially uh, cataloging. Um, like a long period of time in the life of an art center mm-hmm. that are putting on a play. And it's like surreal. It's like musical-ish yeah. in the second part. And it's also very human. And it's ugh, just so good. So many good it's performances. Good. It's, yeah. just, it's like unlike anything. I mean, you've seen... There's comparisons to Robert Altman, which yes. I definitely see. And even Jacques Rivette. Honestly, yeah. I do get a lot of definitely Jacques, Jacques Rivette. But even with those comparisons, it just still feels like it 
totally its own mm-hmm. thing. Like the very most, playful. Very playful. When you hear something like a four-hour art film that also has like a lot of um, excerpts from the play they're yeah. doing, which I don't remember the title. It's a Greek yeah, play. I know. I um, know what it is. And, you know, but it's really fun because you love those characters yeah. and to see them in a different context. It's a great movie. And I don't understand what Witch's Curse Patrick Wang was put under. I know. It's not like he makes these amazing movies yeah. that get no distribution yeah. and that nobody sees and no film festivals no will film play. Festivals. And it's even got some, like, familiar faces in it. Like, you know, In the Family was more of an indie thing. Yeah, because like, he starred in it. Yeah, but this one, like, uh, Tyne Daly. Yes, Tyne Daly. Yeah, she's in it. She's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very good. Yeah, and there's a bunch of, uh, I mean, Janine Garofalo's in it. There's yeah, like, there very are, briefly. Briefly, but yeah. there are familiar faces in it. So oh, I just James Marsden. James Everybody Marsden, loves sorry, James Marsden. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, so I don't know what happened. I, I, know. I don't know. Well, it's out. Grasshopper's it's out now. Put Gra- it out. Yeah. yeah, Grasshopper's a great little indie company that don't put out a ton of releases, but they, like, this is the kind of movie that's very in their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I, yeah, I'm just kind of surprised he's not a bigger deal than he I don't is know. Right I now. saw, just yesterday, a copy of In the Family yeah. used. Someone yeah. sold their copy and we're selling it. I'm like, come Where on. Where is it? Man. How much was it? I, uh, I can tell you, after the podcast, <laughs> okay. it was expensive. Uh, it was not cheap. Yeah, they don't. His releases don't come And you know what? I bet he, doesn't come he had probably either. bought it from me because he was there at what the film and he was right, selling his okay. stuff. He gave me a, a, a stack of them. I know. I should have got one there. He's it's like, so I'm just giving them out. It doesn't matter. Here, you want some for free? Yes. He seems like such a nice guy. He too. was such a nice yeah. and talking about movies with him. He's so excited and like talking about his favorite movies. Yeah. And he gave me like a list of stuff. And I don't know if I told the story on the podcast, but like at one point um, he recommended some movies and I watched one of them and emailed him back. And he was like, oh, wow, nobody ever watches my recommendations. Thank you so much <laughs> for checking awesome. it out. That's very cool. <laughs> but yeah, Bread Factory, if you haven't seen it, I think it was one of the best movies that came oh, out that absolutely, year. absolutely, yeah. I, I was so shocked when Peter was like, I want to play this, um, the uh, programmer of What the Film. And I was like, ah, I'd probably play like a bunch of places. Patrick Wang was like, it hasn't. So yeah. if you guys want to play it. Yeah, I remember <laughs> when he when you guys announced that, mm. I was, that was such a, I was so excited by that. Yeah. It's like. Where, where has this film been? Yeah, know? exactly. But, well, um, you know where it is now. It's here. Your video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's come really, it up. is a nice set. Uh, it is a little pricey, but you're getting a four-hour film. Yeah, too, it also right? comes a great 22-minute um, little documentary, which Patrick Wang kind of mm. dissecting the play within the film and how yeah. we got to it, how we picked it, the translation. He's a great kind of like – he doesn't do commentaries because I think his films are a little too long. Yeah. But he does these like 20 to 30-minute little featurettes mm. where they're like edited with like clips from the film, audition footage, and he yeah. just like takes you through the process. Also a 50 one minute uh, interview with him and my favorite J-Ro, Jonathan Rosenbaum, right. on the disc. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, your money's worth it. And this is a film that, if you're a film fan, you're going to want to recommend to people. Maybe not watch with some because yeah. it's really long, but definitely recommend. But yeah, and here's hoping he gets even more Just some fucking money. And more budgets. He, and all yeah, the films he's made up to now, I believe he's funded independently yeah. himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. And Breath Factory's all and shot, shot on film. film yeah. too, right? So I believe like, so is In the Family is shot on film. I, I think thought, it was I Super 16. Oh, was it digital? I think it's digital. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that one's digital. But it's a beautiful film. It all is right. true, yeah. Uh, moving on from there, we have Burn Your Maps, which I had never heard about. <laughs> it stars Aaron. Is this the one that stars Aaron Paul and Mary Elizabeth Winston? No, Smith this is the one that has Vera Farmiga and Canada's own Jacob Tremblay. Oh, Jacob Tremblay. Like, everywhere now. Everywhere. Um, I remember this film played at TIFF, I want to say like two or three years ago. And yeah. I thought it sounded kind of interesting. And then it just like totally disappeared after really? that now. Oh, is um, it, it's not a Canadian film, is it? No, it's not. It's an American film. Mm. Um, he's, but it's about this, yeah, 
kid by you know nine-year-old boy becomes obsessed with the idea that he's actually a mongolian goat herder who okay belongs back in a small huh, yeah so i read that premise like, i wonder if that's that sounds a- kind of intriguing and yeah. then they go to mongolia and i guess mm. so it's one of those like you know where the kid is like thinks he's another person yeah yeah yeah. it's not like I feel like it's kind of a subgenre one of those like christian kind <laughs> yeah, of um, no. exploitation no films. yeah those like you know died for five minutes and <laughs> yeah, came back, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unkillable <laughs> yeah. that's my version of the movie yeah, you make that one. Speaking yeah. of um, festive recommendations, time to check out God's Not Dead, right? Yeah, that is a good. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Sorbo gets Kevin crushed Sorbo by a tree. Classic. <laughs> um, speaking of Canadian films, there's two from the same director, Philippe Lesage. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Demons, a.k.a. Le, Le Demon, which is a 2015 film. Yeah, it took a while. And uh, uh, Genesee, or a.k.a. Genesis. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the Pick Your Poison. Well, the thing is, people call them by both titles. Yeah. So. I've never heard of this film uh, director or these movies. Have you seen any of them? I haven't yet, but he's becoming a really big deal mm. in uh, Quebecois cinema. And yeah, Les, Dim- Les Démons. <laughs> Should I just call it The Demons? Just I feel like there's the so many movies called The Demons. I think saying Les Démons is actually cl- clearer. Is that? Yeah, because okay, I'm going to say Les Démons. Yeah, because you're like, my bad wait, <laughs> that's fine. It sounds okay. <laughs> yeah. Les Démons. <laughs> Les Démons. Well, the, yeah, this play, I remember when this came out, I think The Royal actually played it back mm. in 2015, 2016. Oof, that was a long time ago. I know, and then, but like a lot of Canadian Canadian films it just, just disappeared. Never had any Did it never DVD get a DVD? Release? It must have gotten a DVD release in Quebec. Maybe, yeah. Because you don't really get Quebec uh, DVD. You can't anymore. source a lot. Sometimes we can, but we can't source. A, it's weird with Quebec stuff that's like only released in Quebec. They won't even like ship it to Man, us. Man, I they heard have no suppliers that for Severn it. Films. They don't put subtitles on it a lot of the no, time. No, like, they usually do. Not always. Because I can get them from the yeah. library a lot. Oh, okay. And they actually have their own like little Quebec section in oh, the libraries. Really? And a lot of them do have subtitles. Good to know. If you need to know, just call me and I can All right, uh, yeah. check well, it out. Maybe do you have a hookup for these questions? I do not ones? have. I wish I did. <laughs> I, I don't even have I don't even know what distributor. I probably like one of their websites yeah. you could order I don't from. Because I was looking these. for Le Boys. Um, oh yeah, yeah. And the only copy we I could find yeah. was uh, yeah, because it was re- released recently. Yeah. yeah. It was a full screen transfer. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. yeah. And I could find it nowhere else in Toronto, which was baffling to yeah. me. I couldn't believe it. Um, um, but yeah, these, these releases are from film movements. Yes. They're like a U.S. releases. Oh, that to okay. That's so what, that's the thing. I mean, that's yeah. what happened with some, what was the name of that movie? with like the kids during summer that it got like two different releases. Uh, what is little, uh, no human giants. No, yes. Sleeping giants, sleeping giant, yeah. human giants is sleeping, the, yeah. uh, comedy team with <laughs> yeah. Aziz Ansari. But sleeping giant. Yeah. It did get a domestic release on mm. DVD first from like D films. Yeah. Were still around. And then they went to find, so now we have to import it uh, from somewhere. That's altered. It hilarious. Sense, yeah. I import a Canadian film. A lot of like Xavier, when Xavier Dolan's, I killed my mother, like mm. when I killed my mother was yeah. coming out, that didn't come out on DVD for like years. Again, it probably did in Quebec. Kino, yeah, Until Kino picked it up. Kino finally. And we had to import it. You need it. a Quebec like supplier. Is there a Quebec supplier listening to this? I know. Please. I mean, but we do have a Quebec supplier. But he doesn't stuff, get all the stuff, it doesn't right? get, we get like our stuff from yeah. Mongrel through them and mm-hmm. that stuff, but they're based out of Quebec. Weird. We get TVA stuff, which yeah. is sometimes. But. Well, I was trying to say before that uh, the Peanut Butter Solution, a movie yeah. I love, which was put out on Blu-ray into in its both versions because it was yeah. shot in English and in French, yeah. is being put out by Severn Films. What it, the hell? I just bought the Blu-ray. I know, I know. But you know, and it, it has Blu-ray is actually really good. And it has way exists. more special features as well. They yeah. got like uh, Ruck de Mers to come yeah. in and do like oh, interviews yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, I like to point out I was not contacted to participate in this release. I am disgusted. I am disgusted and appalled. And appalled. Give me a call. I will do it oh, for no, free. Oh, please, 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 call please, please call me. <laughs> I'm creating my own Blu-ray label only to have a resume. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I can be hired. Um, 
another film put out by Shout J Kids. I love this company because every time I see their name, I yeah. go, what weird animated know, film are they going to put out that I've never heard about? And it's not yep. for kids, even though kids is in yeah, the title. Yeah, definitely not for kids. I mean, they put out perfect blue. Right? Yeah, so, this okay. one is called um, Funan. Yeah. Not to, not fun and. No, it, it definitely does not, not sound fun. like fun, which is about um, in 1975. The Cambodian Genocide. The Cambodian Genocide. <laughs> yeah, wow. Always... Cherry I love that you bring all these movies in because, yeah. I mean, you could not. Do they rent or? They do, actually. You know, no. we, we definitely got a big market. I mean, it, it's most, like, a lot of the anime stuff's yeah. been renting more. But even stuff that's animated from other parts of the world, mm -mm. it just, they do a really good job packaging these. And yeah. Them, so they look really nice. And they are really, it's not even like, it's like they're not actually good films. Mm. They are really well-acclaimed films. Yeah. They just never really got the distribution push over here before. Huh, weird. But then once Shout teamed up with G-Kids and they started putting Which only happened out, recently, right? Uh, it actually was maybe three, four years ago. Okay. They started so, with, they got all Obviously, the, I don't have my finger <laughs> on the pulse <laughs> of on, uh, animated films. But they started with all the studio... Ghibli, Ghibli stuff, Ghibli right? Stuff. Okay. They, uh, because they got it from <laughs> you Disney. You want to say Ghibli every I know, time you I always want to say <laughs> For years I did. But they yeah. got the rights from Disney after they expired. And now yeah. they and they kind I of mean, started with that. And then now they're doing it. Did you hear it. that Cineplex owns the rights to the uh, studio no. Ghibli catalog? No. Yeah. No. They bought them outright because they really? saw how well they were doing. Every Christmas, Every Christmas. They So they took them away for pretty much all the other indie cinemas, which is how they make all their money, and they can just do it themselves yeah, now. Mm, you know what? Things may have changed because I think the of... review cinema is playing a bunch of them. This oh, really? I was going to say because Disney, yeah, because that's but, what people go and see. Exactly. I mean, so. I'm still... People can still steal my idea of the Ghibli... I've been saying Ghibli all the time as well. Yeah, I know. The Ghibli um, uh, grindhouse that plays the <laughs> yeah, the Ghibli 24 hours a day. <laughs> uh, did you see The Goldfinch? No. No, you did not. I heard it was very bad. Though. Yes, um, very bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a very, I've read one of Donna Tartt's other novels, yeah. which I liked, called The Secret History. I yeah, think. The Secret History is what it's called. School. Yeah. And that was really, I really dug that book. Mm. I never read The Goldfinch, although I was always intrigued. And then when the movie came out, I don't know. I just, I heard it was awful. Like, it was well, supposed to be one was, of the biggest bombs. Yeah, of it years, was instantly right? labeled as awful. Yeah. And I mean, I don't like, um, Whatever his name, Han Solo is his DJ name. Um, the guy who stars in the film, yeah, what's, uh, uh, Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, that the baby driver himself. Bag, right? Yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, I hear Nicole Kidman is very good in it. I love Nicole Kidman. I mean, I did. Um Want to? I was actually slated to review it potentially for TIFF. These are exactly here. the movies and then you I, review. I know, and I was all ready to do it, even though, and even when I heard it was bad, and then it just for some reason they canceled like the press. Oh, maybe it got such go a bad through. reaction. I think on yeah, they canceled it. <laughs> so I mean, obviously, and then I just you know I didn't mm. get like a public ticket yeah. to it because. But you know, that much, if you but. need to see, I mean, this was uh, pitch was kind of an Oscar contender. It was supposed then, to be. Yeah, yeah it was no. going to be Warner's like big year end yeah. contender. Instead, it ended up being their extremely loud, yeah. incredibly close which still got nominated which for still got nominated picture. so yeah. maybe anything's fine i don't think this is gonna happen. no this is from i think john crowley too right? the guy i don't know who did john crowley brooklyn. Uh, oh I yeah think it's from brooklyn. the director it is from the director of brooklyn, yeah. brooklyn. canada's own which brooklyn think, like, yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> set in new york city with an irish lead actor <laughs> yeah. it's canadian it has so enough canadian. <laughs> um anyway we also have ground beneath my feet which is putting uh, being put out by strand i'm not yeah. familiar with this one either austrian I, i've seen this movie this mm. is excellent actually. oh really i saw it it was at the inside out festival mm. earlier this year yeah 
Um, and I reviewed it for that. <laughs> you looked and, at me, I'm like, yes, yeah, inside like, out confirming festival. that, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it was. I, I was there. I don't know why. <laughs> I saw it at the festival. As the programmer, <laughs> the inside out festival, white straight, <laughs> white male. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, so it's good. It's, it's about, great, it, though. It, it sounds like a from, woman's iron grip on life and slips it, away. Yeah, and it, I like to describe this film to people as the more the darker and more disturbing version of Tony Erdman. Actually. Wow, I don't like Tony Erdman. Yeah, I know so, you were uh, a big I, yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of Tony Erdman. Like, I know you were I need a woman filmmaker for my top 10 of the decade list. I'm putting it on there. No, I, I really like Tony Erdman. I, 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 right. I know, I know. I'm a fan. I thought it was fun. I, really I understand it being fun. And, yeah. Um, I just really, yeah, I don't know. I really, I, I would have loved her, to I see the, uh, was it, it was uh, Kristen Wiig, Bill Murray version of the movie. Oh my god, yeah, the remake. And then it was supposed to be Jack Nicholson. Yeah, what's happening with that? Oh, just, just talk can because can. I think both of them didn't want to do it. Yeah, and it's very like specific to Tony Erdman fever. I think abated. Yeah, because I don't wow. know. I just I, I had a like, good time. Greatest with Tony movie Erdman. of the year when I was look, coming no, out. No, look, I didn't say it was the greatest movie. Of the year. <laughs> I love. I'm like, I just came here with my bad voice to trash yeah, Tony Erdman. I think it was on my top ten list, but it was like. Number yeah. 10 or something. Oh, okay. All right. Forgive it me. like my favorite movie. Yeah. Here, but I, I did really like Tony Erdman. Mm -hmm. This one, though, is the same sort of milieu. So it's about like a woman who is works same kind of job as yeah. Tony Erdman. She, uh, although she works more in like, I think, restructuring companies. Mm -hmm. But it's that same sort of like cold uh, European yeah. office environment where it's like it looks like the outsides all look like they're near an airport mm -hmm. or something. You know, it's that very it's the same kind of setting. And it also has to deal with her dealing with a family member from her past that she's trying to like cut herself off with from except in this case it's not like a he's comedic, not, lovable, it's not yeah. a lovable father it's a depressed suicidal sister mm. who is constantly in and out of institutions and everything yeah. and she's trying to like pretend like this sister doesn't exist and just keep her in institutions but then she starts to get overworked and she starts to have her own issues and she starts to think that this family history of schizophrenia is, the is maybe affecting her yeah. But also, it might just be that she's. It's also kind of a commentary on just work culture because it might just be because she's overstressed mm. at her job. Sounds like it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, but it actually ends in like a nice way. Oh, does it? Okay. You know, you know what? If somebody says a movie doesn't end in a total bummer, that actually makes yeah, me want to see it's it. It's not more. a total bummer. Yeah. So I thought it was great. Honestly, mm. it was a really nice surprise from a director named Marie Kreutzer. Mm, never heard of her and, before. Um, yeah, she's made a few films in Germany and in Austria before, but I nothing that's really come out here. You know what? I I'm will check it out. Yeah, it's really, I have done something I've never done and made a little asterisk. Yeah, I did a little asterisk. Wow, okay, all right, I've sold you on it. So yeah, maybe you know, if you didn't like Tony Erdman or you yeah. thought it was too like whatever, <laughs> yeah, maybe too funny. I feel like listen, this, I want happy endings, <laughs> but I don't want it goofy like Tony <laughs> I Erdman. I need that. I don't middle like bar. that like I, suit thing. Super Dave on board. Yeah, listen to Super Dave for your, for your European movie recommendations. Okay, now we can move something more to my speed. We have official, official secrets. Secret. Finally, the next film by Gavin Hood, oh. the accountant himself. Yeah. Uh, Gavin Hood was supposed to direct Suicide Squad 2 for a while, Was wasn't he? he? Yeah, what, he made The Accountant. He made a movie did before he that. The oh, he made Warrior. I actually really like Warrior. No, he didn't do Warrior. Yeah, he did. No, no. Gavin, who am I thinking? Gavin O'Connor. Ah, You're thinking of the wrong Gavin. No, that's the it was Gavin Hood. Gavin Hood is the guy who made Sotsi, and which so he's actually. Oh, spelled, he's the guy who did a, Wolverine Origins. Yes, he Origins. did. Uh, or Origins. Origins. Yeah, he did. So uh, he sold out really fast after. And he's like, one won an Oscar that just kept for, failing upwards. He also made Ender's Game. He made Ender's Game. And he made another he made, movie between that that was really he's bad made as a well. Bunch. I mean, I know he made Rendition, mm. which was like 
kind of another one of those like supposed to be a big Oscar movie yeah. and then bombed it to you know what I love Gavin O'Connor though Warrior I love Gavin O'Connor great yeah. movie Warrior's great I really uh, like Pride and Glory I do not like it. The Accountant yeah. uh, I didn't make it to that, even though actually. I wanted it to be great Ben Affleck who's supposed yeah. to be like an autistic super soldier kind yeah, of like guy like autistic Jason Bourne or yeah. yeah and then uh, he was supposed to do Suicide Squad 2 before mm. he got replaced by James Gunn who is better for that material okay. so uh, yeah, yeah Gavin film, Hood Gavin Hood Wolverine He's, Origins not good yeah, no but <laughs> now he recently, kinda, yeah, I thought it would I be fun, like as a B movie way. No, it's very boring. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. I remember it. Speaking of Kevin Durant, oh yeah, he's in that. In of it. course, he's in that. Uh, what's official secrets? So official secrets. So I've seen this film. What actually, a terrible title. I, I official reviewed, secrets. I know it's so bad. I reviewed, yeah, the secret. It sounds like a Neil Breen movie. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, when does. I saw this movie, I was like, "Where's Neil Breen for official secrets?" <clears throat> because it actually is all about official government. But it actually the title <laughs> it's about official government secrets. <laughs> yeah, they're hacking into government secrets. <laughs> But no, it's uh, basically Official Secrets is the referencing the Official Secrets Act, yeah. which is in the UK, basically, I think in the Thatcher era, it came up mm-hmm. as a, a way for the government to safeguard themselves against the public. And they're like, we're allowed to keep secrets from you if it like relates to public Official safety secrets. or something. Yeah. So then this is actually a true story about a... So Kira Knightley's in it. She plays this woman who worked in British intelligence mm-hmm. and she... They were being forced to gather data on people in the U.N. to yeah. blackmail them for the U.S.'s purpose to get them into the Iraq war. This was all during the Bush era. Uh, so this was a very terrible. real story. Yeah. And then she basically blew the whistle on it, and they came after her really hard. Obviously, they were like – and she had a boyfriend who was a refugee mm-hmm. uh, from a Middle Eastern co- co- uh, country, and they were trying to send him – deport him. And yeah. They just, like, messed up her life, And is you know? this movie good? Uh, it's the it's the kind of typical Oscar uh, baby okay. thing that you would expect from Gavin Hood. I remember from, you know. what Gavin Hood made before Eye in the Sky. Eye in the Sky, sky which was a film. very popular film here. Was so, it? Oh I thought God, a tip. It was fine. Helen Mirren is in it. So <laughs> people, people love, love Helen, Helen Mirren. Mirren yeah. yeah. So this is like that. I'm sure I didn't see Eye in the Sky. Mm. I'm sure this is like that though. Yeah. The story's great. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like it gives you a bit of that rousing. Like yeah, you know. You take it, even though something. nothing has really changed. Exactly. And it's, and it's worse now. Well, that's the thing. When I was reviewing it, I was kind of my whole thing was like, who is this movie for though? Yeah. Really? Because it does take this sort of thing. Like at the end, it's like she kind of wins a <laughs> bit. She like it's like a champion for yeah. justice. But like this takes place in like 2003. Yeah. Or, or yeah, early you, 2000s, and it's like. But things are change. worse yeah. now. Did and they s- don't comment on did that. Did you see they don't, like, um, the report? I didn't uh, see the report. The, oh, no. so good. It is. Good? Yeah, it I is, want to see it. It is a Steven Soderbergh movie because he produced yeah, it. Yeah, he produced it. Right. Yeah, and it's written by Scott C. Burns mm-hmm. uh, or directed by Scott C. Burns who wrote all of Steven Soderbergh's good yeah, movies yeah, yeah. except for The Laundromat. Which is not good. Didn't you write side effects? Though? Yeah. He, oh, I love side effects. Like side what, effects. You do not love side effects? At, that is. No, I don't know. But that is an erotic thriller. That's what it is. I like the first half of it, which is an erotic thriller. I hate the second half of it. You know, I would say the second half is more of an erotic thriller than the first half. Because the first half, you think it's like a weird medical thing. Yeah, it's like a medical thriller. And then later on, it's like, no, it's like Fatal Attraction. Yeah, I didn't like the second half of it. Wow. It blew it for me. That's actually very surprising. stupid, and I just... Yeah, but you love that stuff. No, the thing is, I was really into it for the first half. Okay, so you didn't like the second half. Yeah, so it was too much of a shift for you. When the twist comes and they kind of shift it, it didn't work for me. Maybe I got to revisit it. I saw it in theaters, and I was, like, really excited, and it just didn't do it Revisit it. I mean, I love it. I like the style of it a lot. Yeah, I mean, Steven Soderbergh's style is it. The report, if you didn't know, you would kind of assume it was directed by Steven Soderbergh. It's kind of shot like it. Well, I get that mixed up with the Laundromat, because they're 
like boats. Yeah, sort of out, but the right report is great because it's like the Adam Driver show the yeah, entire time. I love that. But it also Driver, ends yeah. the same way where like he gets he worked for like a decade to get this report out, mm-hmm. and like the last title card is like no one was convicted, no, no one was yeah. punished from the stuff coming out. Right. It's well, like, that's sort of like this. Yeah. The secrets. It's like yeah, she kind of wins because she gets them off their back, yeah. basically. But it's still like and nothing has changed. Nothing's changed. But they don't comment on that. Okay, that's so weird. It's just, that's what the report. It's is one about. of those like feel good yeah. like oh well. Justice, right? Yeah. But it's like nothing's changed. This didn't really affect <sighs> anything. And that's great to talk about, but like yeah. talk about that. You yeah. Know? Like make this a hard hitting film if you want to make it a hard hitting film. Well, yeah. But yeah, I will check out the report though. Yes. I on some good some way. Yeah. yeah. Netflix? No, it's, a, it's actually an Amazon yeah. film. Is so it? it's available okay. on Amazon like right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Do they usually put their stuff on DVD and Blue? I think they do. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah they if do. If it's Amazon, yeah, yeah, it could come out. Um, so I got this confused with the second movie we talked about. Parts oh, yeah. you lose. Uh, burn your maps, part you lose. I see where thing, I made the right? mistake. Yeah. It's a film that stars um, Aaron Paul and Mary Elizabeth Winstead, which has a very yeah. funny premise. Have you seen this one? <laughs> I have not seen this. A, fu- a, fug- a fugitive forms an unlikely bond with a deaf child <laughs> who, when he takes refuge in an abandoned barn on the boy's family farm. Yeah. It'd be amazing if he like pretended to be a horse. <laughs> kind of like Prancer. He's yes. like, please take care of me. So it'd be like a weird BoJack Horseman spinoff as well as Aaron Paul. I love Aaron Paul. I think he's very good in yeah. Breaking Bad, which I know you haven't seen because it's a TV show. No, I have. You know what? I have seen Breaking Bad. Oh, That's all of the it? One, yeah. Wow. I blazed through Bra- Breaking Bad. And you it was just like coming to the end. Yeah. <laughs> literally just like that. Um, and uh, and I like Breaking Bad a lot. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen the new uh, movie. El Camino. El Camino. I know it's streaming. I haven't You're seen not any, allowed like, to Better see Call Saul or anything. Oh, so yeah. I've Better Call Saul is very good as well. Well, I mean, it has a prequel problem, which is like, why should I care about any of this yeah, stuff? Because kind of, I know where it's yeah. going. That's why you got to do alternate realities, because then you don't know. Kind of like um, Bates Motel did that, mm. where they kind of started like to split what you think is going to happen. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah, so that's really interesting. Um, but Parts You Lose, it's also, I believe, directed and written by the showrunner or one of the lead yeah. writers of Catch and Halt Halt, Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. Halt and Catch Fire. <laughs> Catch and Halt Fire. I know. I like that better. Catch, catch, and and then burst with the flames. Yeah, that's right. A show I have not watched, even though I am a Lee Pace um, fan. I like how you pointed at me like you're like, oh, I know. Oh, I know the community of Lee Pace. (laughs) No, I mean pushing daisies, man. Yeah, I know people. I love uh, pushing daisies. Yeah, I I didn't really see pushing daisies. No, I know that was a big thing. Yeah, you were. I had a lot of friends. You were a Wonder Falls kind of guy. I mean, I liked him in the Falls. I'm mentioning all the Brian Fuller films. I like the TV shows. I like the Falls a lot. Falls, and I watched recently yeah. and it still holds up it's beautiful yeah, yeah. such a beautiful yeah. film and that performance of the little girl oh, which yeah. feels like completely natural because of yeah, the way fantastic. that Tarsem what happened uh, poor Tarsem I know he tried to sell out he, and people didn't yeah. want it it's like don't sell out man you know what's the problem the is the, the, the two sellouts money, that he you know? did after the fall were both like ripoff films mm-hmm. it was Immortals ripoff of 300 yeah. and then he did the second Snow White film know, that wasn't Mirror, The Huntsman I, I haven't seen Mirror Mirror I didn't I see either of those it. films actually I mean I love Tart I even like The Cell even though it has a very um, misplaced Vince Vaughn performance yeah and The Cell also is not you know Mm. Doesn't age as no. It's a little offensive, you know. Kind of, oh. Just the the woman in peril stuff is a little, you know. It's yeah. very like nineties two thousands, but still great movie. That uh, bisected horse. 
bisect. The, the effects are. I mean, he's just such. I mean, he's a visualist, right? He yeah. Just, that bisected horse. I believe it was yeah. done by Colin Cunningham, my co-host uh, on. Yeah. Uh, no such thing as a bad movie. He oh, did okay. effects and is also 100 That's years very old. Very cool. He doesn't listen to this. No. <laughs> and I, I make that joke to his face all the time. <laughs> um, also, Portals, an anthology horror film. This feels like from a period like five film. years ago. It should have come out. <laughs> no. um, I haven't seen it. It's know. weird. It's all the, about Portals. Who cares? Guys, I think one of the Blair Witch guys. Um, it was. I, there is a short. I haven't seen this. Directed yeah. by Liam O'Donnell, who I do love. Okay. Who? Okay. You could hold this against him. He wrote the original Skyline, which is terrible. Oh yeah. I, I hate the original Skyline, that. but he wrote and directed Skyline too, which is which amazing. Is better, right? yeah. So good. Okay. I love Beyond Skyline. He's currently working on the third one, and nice. you know he gets a pass because he also follows me on Twitter. Well, there and you go. Well, tweets, that's the biggest so, reason, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> Thanks, um, dude. I haven't checked portals out. Yeah, I mean filmmakers. <laughs> I know, like right? Me on Twitter. Also, you kind of have to make a movie that I like as well. So <laughs> for me to talk, and I really love Beyond Skyline, which if people haven't seen it, it's like Skyline. But instead, you have uh, Frank Grillo that stars in it. Love Everybody Frank loves Grillo. Frank Grillo. Yeah. So you get the beginning, um, like in the city, in the sewers kind of version of it. It's like, eh, not so hot. But then suddenly they go to the spaceship and like yeah. the movie plays out there. And like, oh, I guess this is a climax. Nope, there's an hour left of the movie. They land in Indonesia. They team what? up with Eco and Mad Dog yeah, from the rain. Yeah. There's crazy martial arts fights. Well, that's the thing. It's more of an action movie. Yeah, there's right? Keiju the fights as yeah. well. Because okay, like okay. someone's brain goes in a giant monster and they're fighting. So yeah, much fun. No, we yeah. have it here. And I like, I've mentioned Check it out. out. Yeah. It was like a real indie effort too. Like he's mm -hmm. a special effects guy. He did all the special effects himself. Nice. The movie end was a blooper reel. Oh like that's God. how much yeah, I like enjoyed the movie. So yeah, I would recommend Beyond Skylines and I haven't seen Portals and I don't like anthology films. Yeah, I know. I, I just, we talked a lot about anthology <laughs> Yeah, films. but I love the idea that it's about portals. It's about portals. It's <laughs> yeah. all about portals. Well, I do love so if you portals. Like a, yeah. For all those portal fans mm -hmm. out there. Um, there's a documentary that came out this week as well. Ray's Hell, The Life and Times of Molly Ivins from Magnolia. I'm unfamiliar with this yeah it's just uh, i haven't seen it but molly ivins was a pretty you know kind of an interesting story especially nowadays she's from texas and she was very much what you associate mm -hmm. as that like loud texas personality yeah. uh on in, in the media and everything mm -hmm. although that's usually a republican thing yeah she was the left she was the a democrat okay the democrat yeah. and she was kind of the only voice to like really just yeah you know call these Repu texas the evil people <laughs> So she's kind of getting a showcase finally and a cool. of her own. So, yeah, uh, just important stuff. Important stuff. Important stuff. Yeah. I mean, other important stuff. The Row is being released by Lionsgate. <laughs> yeah. um, a college freshman is forced to endure grueling hazing rituals <laughs> while at the same time trying to evade a demented serial killer targeting her sorority sisters. Yeah. So, you um, know, we've I, had. I was shocked. I looked Row, at the director and um, he directed like a bunch of horror films I have never heard about. Yeah. Why can't I have that career? I know. I, just I know. Make Again, it's one of these yeah. things. But the reason I put this on the list, and I haven't seen it yet, but I will, but this is a big deal for any reality TV fans. Ooh, who's in it? Because if you're a fan of the show Vanderpump Rules, which is a very <laughs> popular Bravo television show, which is great, by the way, about a bunch of layabouts in L.A. who work in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, it stars uh, an actress named Lala Kent. Yeah. She's the lead in this film. and Lala she's Kent. A, she's a big part of Vanderpump Rules. She's the best character on Vanderpump Rules. Wait, do people still talk? Is, so great. Is and it, she is married to... Are there still seasons of Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, it's, go, it's starting oh, wow. in January. Season 8, I think, is starting I, I, I love that you love reality oh, love TV reality show TV. so much. I mean, my partner and I just got into this show recently because we got Hey You, which is a great streaming app for reality TV. So. What? I know, yeah. Sorry, this is all... I'm getting a little <laughs> off topic here. Yeah, but, but Vanderpump 
Anyways, she in so movie. she's she's great in this show. Mm-hmm. She's married. The whole thing in it, she's trying to be an actress in the show, and she marries, um, or she's together. Yeah, no, I think she marries Randall Emmett. You know that name? He's a producer who basically produces all these, like, bads like bruce willis action movies that oh, come out, like all okay. that stuff like like, like the the action movies yeah yeah He's, uh the company emmett furla films no, which know, is yeah. like you'll see it on all these films. okay and on this one too, but he also produced The Irishman recently. So he's done. Oh. and there's a great photo of him and Lala Kent and Martin Scorsese <laughs> all like, and Martin Scorsese himself said he might not watch Marvel movies, but he watches Vanderpump Rules. So he take, watches Vanderpump Rules. Take that for what it is. Wow. I anyway, am. so this is her acting debut. If you're familiar with the show, she talked a lot about how this role stretched stretched her acting <laughs> talent. So how's the movie? You watched it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, actually. So Mark, I'm, you're I'm, not I'm, doing your due diligence for this. I feel I feel like it's going to be really bad. <laughs> yeah, it will be it's really gonna bad. Be bad. Real bad. Yeah. Um, but if you need your horror fix, you're like, I just need horror movies. If you just need a horror movie, you know, yeah. it looks like it, it looks like it's got tongue in cheek. Oh, I mean, God, Rand, that's Randy worse. Couture's in it. <laughs> Randy Couture. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's got that. You know, but, you know, I want something energy. a little bit more serious. So I'm going to. Wow. This movie, the broke came out in 2018. I know. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Semper Fi from Lionsgate, from the director of. Murder Ball. Ball. And, you know, <laughs> you need to complete your Jay Courtney film. <laughs> I know. We were just talking about Jay Courtney, weren't we? Uh, maybe. Were you sure it wasn't Sam Worthington? <laughs> maybe, yeah. No, no, it was Jay Courtney. Jay Courtney. It was it was Jack Courtney. Reacher, right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. him. Yeah. That I said that Jay Courtney has only been good in Jack Reacher. <laughs> yeah. and, Which he was good in. Yeah. Uh, he was okay in the Wet Hot American Summer TV show right. that he appeared yeah, very right. briefly in. Right, okay. And he is not good in um, A Good Day to Die Hard. He's so bad. I man, John Moore. Again, we talked about him as well. Know, you gotta see all of his movies. Yeah. Uh, Semper Fi looked very serious. A yeah, police officer serious. who serves in the Military Marine Corps is faced with an ethical dilemma. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I put this on. <laughs> it's not for me. Mark, I expect you <laughs> I'm to sorry. put all the movies <laughs> on the list. It's like, you know, giving us a lot to, you know, talk about here. Yeah, Jay Courtney. Fly, Jay I mean, Courtney, love him. Sure. He's back in Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, Captain there Boomerang. you go, you know. So, uh, yeah. If you like, if you're ready for Suicide Squad 2. If you're part of the J Squad. <laughs> part of the J Squad. He's got a new movie here, so come check it out. Yeah, you're not a fan of the you're director of Murder, Murder Ball? Ball you remember that? Yeah, I remember Murder Yeah, Murder yeah. Ball was a good doc. It was. And now he wants to bring well, that documentary style. Now, yeah. Yeah. He made a movie called Disconnect, which I know is really popular. Mm. It's like, it's one of those like movies where it's a bunch of different people and yeah. stories all. But it's about the internet. Like, My that's, favorite that's the overarching theme of it. guy who went from documentaries to um, making the like cheesiest studio <laughs> pictures with the director of King of Kong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seth Gordon? Yeah, he made like four Christmases. Four Christmases. Uh, and I think he made horrible, horrible bosses. bosses. Yeah, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. If you're going to sell out, sell out for big money. You can kind of, I love King of Kong, but you can kind of tell that he's like, tr- that's a like his calling card film. Yeah, because like, he wanted he to make that as a Hollywood fictional director, film. Yeah. You know? But I do love King of Kong. King of Kong is great. So much fun. Um, so we also have Savage, which is the not the Nick Cage, film. no, which is primal. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's primal. Uh, Savage is another well go, um, <laughs> well go Chinese film about mountain climbing. Yeah. There are so many mountain climbing movies coming out of China. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Did someone climb climbing mountains yeah. over there? That is like, like, like crazy. Listen, there's no politics in mountain climbing. We could easily make these movies. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So that's probably why they're um, putting them to screen. Yeah. Never seen this one. No, um, I, mean, I do like that it's from the writer. 
Theater of the Hilarious Jackie <laughs> Chan film. Yeah, I did see Bleeding Steel. Yeah, I saw it in cinemas. Right. Very nice. Love it. Um, at I, one point, Jackie Chan in Bleeding Steel gets his arm cut off, but nanobots rebuild it. But, you know, if you love uh, mountain climbing, I guess, check this check one out. out. And I hope, and I guess probably if you love China, too. <laughs> I guess so. I'm yeah, sure I mean, probably very pro-China. Very it's pro about, China, like, yeah. um, climbing mountains. And, you know, they're not on the news <laughs> for anything bad uh, these days. So yeah, nothing not to worry about. You know, China's totally cool. Um, you know, we're starting to end with the best movies. Turtle <laughs> Odyssey from 2018. I, I, <laughs> I think I put this on. So. <laughs> This is, one of those, this is one of those yeah, IMAX documentaries. Are you a things. big fan of turtle-based movies? I mean, I like turtles. I think they're cool. Okay. I like seeing them waddle around. I also like the fact that Russell Crowe narrates this. I think that was the main Do you think he's, like, drunk? He's definitely <laughs> got to be drunk. There's no question he's drunk for this, right? Uh, you know him in A Man of Tai Chi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I heard a story that, like, Russell Crowe showed up to shooting, and he was, like, so fat, and that they had all these fight scenes planned for him, and they're like, oh, man, we're going to have to rethink oh this. Because, like, Russell Crowe, man of Tai Chi, looks and talks so much like Oliver Reed. It is very funny. He's basically become Oliver Reed. Yeah, he's basically bit, become Oliver. You know? I think he's thin, though, now. He's not, like, he's thinner. Old. I mean, even in The Nice Guys, he was, like, yeah, he was. Oh, oh I know. love him in The Nice Guys. Though. Yeah, no, you know, great. that was, like, better for mm-hmm. him. Um, he's kind of become, like, Mel Gibson, though, to me, except maybe... Without as much of the, I mean, there's bad stuff, like, but yeah. not as bad. Not as, as bad Mel as Gibson, Gibson yeah. but it's there. You can see the comparisons are there a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I don't know, Russell Crowe. I just I, thought it was funny that he's narrating this like he very one of the cute, turtles, like, family. Like, so I, that's the thing. They need <laughs> to get him to do that. Like a kind of March of the Penguins kind of. <laughs> I know. What kind of odyssey could they be going on? Are they like going yeah. to go get a sword of some kind? Or you don't know the struggles that turtles endure, no, Justin. Come on, very slowly. Yeah, <laughs> very I slowly endure. You're right. Now you can watch it on 4K UHD too. 4K. The turtles will feel like they're I was in your never living room. an IMAX, uh, like kind of those nah, movies kind yeah. of guy. I mean, people were like eating up Planet Earth when it was coming out. I did like Planet did Earth. You? I'm a big fan. I mean, of Planet I just like the shark jumping out of the water. That's great. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the best part. That's the best part. <laughs> so you know what? Two. Like for for that, like I love Planet Earth and Planet Earth Two. Yeah. great because they actually have a, a seg- an episode on cities and like mm, city animals, yeah. which is really cool. City animals, like raccoons. You know? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be Toronto, like Toronto. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, I know, yeah, like us. <laughs> a primal instincts. Starring but, Nicolas Cage. Uh, starring Nicolas Cage. He yeah. narrates that episode. Um, do you sell a lot of these in the store? We do, actually. Mm. I think people like to put them on the TV and, and just, just fall asleep show to off them. their yeah. TV. You know? I, I remember when I used to read like Blu-ray and DVD reviews a lot. They'd be like, this is a reference quality disc. Yeah, like, that's, that's what that, it like, is. That like, you can put it on a truck. Like, How often are you doing that? Like once in your I life? No, but they sell. So I okay. feel like people who buy these UHD TVs mm-hmm. and these players want the this kind of stuff because it's just like pure nature yeah. photography okay. and like the crispest definition. As long as they're That's the ones it, that are right? taking it and not trying to force a pull. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's short. These things are always only like half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes anyway. Because the question is like, has a friend ever been impressed by anything that you've ever done or owned and not been like, what a jackass? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's trying to impress me by showing me that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> that is so yeah, that has never no. happened. Whoa, wow. I've never been, yeah, nobody's ever tried to impress me by a yeah. TV, so. All right, so we also have Ready or Not, a horror film a that TV came show? out. No. <laughs> no, Ready or Not, is that a TV show? Yeah, a classic. Right? Oh, is it a Canadian? I'm not familiar with it. <laughs> <Good show. laughs> right. Anyways, you've seen Ready or Not. Though, yeah, right? I don't like it very much. Movie. I'm in the uh, minority on this one. I just felt like it was one of those horror movies where it has a fun premise, has yeah, a great really um, like it, right? performance by the daughter of Hugo Weaving, yes. Sarah Weaving. 
Samara Weaving. Samara Weaving, right. that's right. Um, she's very good, mm-hmm. even though I don't like her because she's um, the daughter of someone famous. Yeah, yeah. That always bugs me, bugs even if they're lot. really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just a movie that, like, it doesn't just, it doesn't do enough with the premise, which is, like, right. she's being hunted by a family that if they don't finish hunting her, there's, like, a curse that they'll all die by the okay. end of the night. And it's just, like, it's a movie that should be really goofy. It has one good gag that I've never seen in a movie before. It's also 90 minutes. You need more than one good gag. And yeah. it ends in a way that I'm like, ugh, I actually hated the ending. Like, a lot of people love it, yeah. so I'm in the minority. But it's like one of those horror films that almost feels like we need to be, like, serious to prove that, like, yeah. we're a low-budget film. But we don't want to go too crazy and do stuff that may look cheap because yeah. or silly. Like, it doesn't want to be silly, which mm-hmm. kind of bums me out. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was directed by Radio Silence, um, right. who did the VHS 2 viral segment a lot of people liked. They also directed The Devil's Do, the right. found footage right. film, which, which I was very remembers. surprised that Mark had never seen. <laughs> I've never seen that one, and we actually never even brought it into the store or anything. I remember when it was coming out, too, and this was before I was the product How did you here. not? Oh, so I, you weren't the product Before I was the product you here. definitely bought yeah, it. Yeah, this was back yeah. when other... You know, forces other before people you, will not be named. Before you poisoned the them, I know, right? The best style. <laughs> they weren't always down. Every time I come every in, single horror movie under the Mark movie. is like, I can't get the blood off my hands. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or maybe it's the opposite, where you're like, I did the right thing. We <laughs> yeah. were getting in the devil's. We due. were getting in devil's due. I had to make a change. Did he uh, or she? Would they order all the Nick Cage films that would come out? <laughs> no, actually, before the the thing is, before what were the I was the product, structural changes before I was the product made? manager here. There wasn't actually an official product buyer okay. or manager here. It was kind of done Whoever's in conjunction on between the old manager yeah. at that time and actually our suppliers, which I don't think was a very good way of doing no. it because they would rely on basically advice from our suppliers at you know, like, E1. Yeah, back take in the this day. trash we like, don't want. Ah, you should have like maybe this many copies of that. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was no, there well, wasn't a lot didn't know research, what was coming out, so right? So. I got more involved in that process and then it just was like, why is it happening like this? Yeah. <laughs> how don't you, you want to? Don't you want to control all the stuff that you bring you in? Remember yeah. that they did not order Devil's Due. I know, I know, <laughs> because you know it's with with the horror. I was always the one though that was pushing to bring in the horror yeah. movies, and they and the old manager movies? was not a horror movie fan, so he was always like, whenever a new one came in, like, ah, oh, another one of these. So. Do you remember movies that like were not ordered that you were like, how could you not order this film? I can't offhand. Okay, so they didn't scar you. Yeah, Devil's Due was like number one. If there was one that I really thought was like, where is this? I would be like, no, you got to order this. (laughs) You did did not jump in front of the I passed on Devil's (laughs) Due. Yeah, I had to pick my battles back then. Yeah, that's right. That was not not a uh, (laughs) hill I was willing to die on. (laughs) But maybe it's good. I don't know. You know what? A lot of people love Ready or Not. Like I said, I am in the minority on this one. And it was actually, I think it did pretty well theatrically as well. actually, yeah. Coming in a death slot. It's become a bit of a minor cult hit just for the stuff that's come out this year. Oh, it looked a lot like your next to me when it came out, but yeah. I don't know if it's anything like everyone knows like, uh, my opinion on your next. Very famous, uh, not a fan, you're not a fan, not no, a fan. I no, like next, I, I know you would. I know it's kind of surface level, and I know the twist is pretty obvious. Yeah, but you know what? I like the guest, so see, uh, I like your next more than the guest. Actually, oh, I mean, a see, lot I of find people, the guest a little. You know bit what? Like, uh, I own your next before. on Blu-ray, and I look at it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch you again. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I love exactly. Simon Barrett, who wrote your next. That's the thing. So. I, I just feel like it's got. I love how douchey everybody. I love. Ugh, I, I hate love how Joe. Douchey. How Joe Swamp. I think the issue I was is like, I thought the movie was very smug. It is kind of. Smug. It is. Smug. Yeah. I mean, we got uh, Joe, I, Joe Swanbrook and Ty West on the same I screen. Know. I feel like Adam Wingard's movies are always yeah. kind of smug, though. I will never uh, forget um, Simon Barrett on stage because I was at the Midnight Madness premiere afterwards, being yeah. like, I didn't yeah, know this was here. a comedy until I saw um, yeah. the final cut of it. <laughs> 
But it does have that kind of like Home Alone. Didn't he say it that he was trying to make like a Home Alone thing? I don't like remember. Yeah, something like whatever, that. But. I mean, again, I like the guest. Yeah. I did not like Death Note. I mean, we're just going to go through all of them. see that. Yeah. Um, I didn't Wings like their Blair movie at all. So. Uh, I mean, nobody did. Yeah, some people did. <laughs> their commentary is amazing because they are oh, so yeah. angry. Yeah, yeah, they are uh, so angry. Because, like, it was supposed to be a big deal. Remember when it was coming out? Yeah. And reviews were like, you have never seen anything Remember like they Remember they had it as that, like, secret title at first. It was uh, like Comic-Con. The Woods or something. Yes. And then it was like, yeah. Do you think it would have done better if they had released it? I mean, not as The Woods, because there's already a film that came out earlier yeah. called woods but if it had not been known as a Blair Witch film and it was just another found footage yeah in the woods that was like not related to the Blair Witch well film, yeah they didn't or, like advertise it as a Blair but Witch but it actually film. was a Blair but Witch but it actually film. was yes it's a that's a good thing because my issues with it aren't necessarily that it's not a that is that's a Blair Witch movie mm-hmm. I just think they don't do anything in it that's worth watching like I think they bring in all this <laughs> that's I know, a harsh, harsh burn I'm a big Blair Witch project uh, listen uh, so. uh, Simon Barrett also follows me on Twitter oh sorry Simon and, um, <laughs> very supportive I'm he may listen to no, some, he seems like a cool guy, I and I like his movies. I uh, think he may listen to the important cinema club, so he could listen to this okay. as well. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Simon. It's not your, You're not sorry? I just, I just feel like you introduce all this technology, totally. Don't use it! You don't use it. You don't you use it! You know what's it. a great movie, a found footage movie, yeah. that introduces a lot of new technology yeah. that uses it? Ganjiem, Haunted Asylum. Oh, the Korean, Japanese film? Korean oh, movie. Korean movie. Great Korean movie. That's mm. the same sort of thing. It's like yeah, but it a bunch has of like, like vloggers and stuff yeah. going to an abandoned mental institution. They have all like GoPros. They have mm. all the same kind of stuff. They have drones yeah. and everything. And they actually use it. You don't use it. <laughs> even the one scene where the drone goes up in the sky, it, it just crashes. That's <laughs> not... Like, dude. I mean, I like the time loop stuff in yeah, there, but yeah, that's yeah. like the only thing. I really and you're like a big Blair Witch fan too, as well. So. I love the Blair Witch. Project. And we talked about this before. We have. I think. Uh, because and we talked about Blair Witch too. Because, I like Blair Witch too. Because I was like, what is there to love in Blair Witch? Like, there's not that much mythology or anything like that. I don't know. You're like, oh, let me school you, Justin. There's there's a lot of myth. I, I was very obsessed with Blair Witch Project yeah. mythology when I was a kid. So. Oh, did you get like the video game? Yeah, and there's a tie-in comic. Yeah, that did the comic books of yeah. like all these. All I have in my Blair Witch Two DVD, which I got at the dollar store a few years ago it has like the little catalog of all the yeah. which merchandise yeah, yeah, that you can yeah. buy so much yeah, you know true. Simon Barrett you know I need to make good with him if you're of listening course, to this I am truly sorry Simon <laughs> if you're listening of the to movie this. you made yeah um, <laughs> is that his Twitter he's about to direct a film oh cool and he uh, is posting a new movie recommendation every day mm-hmm. and like every second film never even heard about it really? so yeah so That's I definitely cool. Cool. recommend uh, checking out Simon uh, Barrett's yeah. Twitter and you know what I really like some of his and Adam's mm. early films like I really <laughs> like Pop Skull look at this uh, damage control I know, I know, like, I'm sorry. no but I want to say because I really I like I he worked on I Pop re- Skull I think that's an Adam Winger film yeah alright I'm sorry sorry. <laughs> I, I got nothing to say I, like, I, like I got nothing love. to say here you love your I, next I do love your next. Yeah, so you know what? I love your next, and yeah. I like uh, Horrible Way to Die. Did you? Oh, like I that actually one? really like Horrible really Way to Die too. too. And I went in thinking I wasn't gonna like it, yeah. and I was like, Oh no! I, I was, like this. yeah, I really like that movie. So AJ Bowen yeah. giving a good performance. Honestly, up until Blair Witch, I was like, cool. even the guest, I mm. thought was fun. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Blair Witch, don't get Mark started. Yeah, just like don't Mark, don't Mark, mess put, don't mess with the Blair Witch. All right, put no. your shirt back on. Put your no. shirt back on. You're like ripped it off. You, as want, you, you want to see me go all Blair Witch on you? Uh, we had some really funny jokes uh, when we saw the Blair Witch afterwards. Yeah. That like because you know they were saying like oh it's not really the Blair Witch it's one of its minions. Like yeah. all right, yeah. <laughs> that like people have to stand in the corner because the Blair Witch is like I'm masturbating. Don't look at me masturbating. <laughs> if you look at me, I'm gonna make you go stand in the corner. Again. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Best for last, though. Best we have for one last. movie we left. Got one more here. Where'd you go, Bernadette? 
this is all movies I've had to review. I, I had to review this movie too. Um, um, I knew this you had. was a huge flop. This was this movie's awful. You know, Richard Linklater, you're flipping that coin up in the air, and yeah. sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. And I, I really love Richard Linklater. He's always been one of my favorite filmmakers. I thought um, this was directed by Gus Van Sant because yeah. it feels like a Gus Van Sant <laughs> project. Like, yeah, yeah. This is a total like you wouldn't know this like is a, a Richard Linklater movie if yeah. you didn't know he directed. It's real it. bad news bears, I guess. Yeah, but honestly, bad news bears is better than this movie. Uh, <laughs> Ouch! The, the problem with this movie down. is well, it's based on like a book that was yeah, like an eat, pray, love yeah. type of like really big. Yeah. Like a woman goes to like. <laughs> yeah. Only read uh, rediscover novels. her life by going to Alaska yeah, 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 and every, yeah. or Antarctica. Um, the problem is with this movie is, and with a lot of movies, it's just like this stupid white person, rich white person yeah. fantasy. Like mm-hmm. honestly, it's just about a rich white lady yeah. and her family, and she decides to go off out her one own day, way. Yeah. and she's just like, "I'm just going to go to Antarctica." And it's like, well, that's great that you got to. You had the opportunity to do that. You had the opportunity to do that, even though you don't need to do that at all, and. <laughs> You're, yeah, so Mark your Hansen, life's like not even that bad. Mark, Hel- so, I mean, I <laughs> Mark Hansen is saying, listen, I don't believe in medication or therapy. You just fix your mental problems. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, this is going down a dangerous road right now. <laughs> but no, I understand. No, I, I don't mean. obviously don't believe that. But I just watching this movie, it's just one of those middle of the road, like, oh great, you know, it's like yeah. I'm a little like bummed with my life right now. So and I just But she doesn't tell her family either, she's creating like family. this I crazy psychic damage. Yeah, and she emotional and damage. she plays it. Kate Blanchett yeah. plays it really over the top that she's like freaking out all the yeah. time and it's just it's kind of embarrassing like I love Kate Blanchett but mm. it's not one of her best no. performances and, mm. but I also think she's just kind of left out to drive by yeah. the script and everything it's just because you don't get enough of a Doesn't he try- reason why she's yeah. like, like there is a backstory as to why she's messed up doesn't he try to do a kind of like um, Bernie kind of thing where there's like interviews with people or is it just all they straight? do a little bit yeah. because she she plays a famous architect or a okay, once famous yeah. architect who, oh my who was God. like the Fuck first you. Like, really famous <laughs> but she's like the first really famous female architect yeah. and like great okay mm. but then she was like one of her projects was bought by somebody and then destroyed so she like became a recluse and like she just can't handle the world anymore like, she's basically like a bag lady now yeah in, but she doesn't but she's rich she's got like i don't know it just <laughs> it's so annoying this is so we're annoying. pretty well i mean we're not poor yeah. but we uh, definitely yeah, have yeah. trouble paying we rent definitely every have trouble month. paying the bills <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so like to see these kind of movies like is richard linklater just, just that out of touch me, you know that's what i don't understand because like I don't know. It just—I mean, Bernie, feel like which is kind of like the but flip I like, side of I that, like is Bernie, great. Though. I really like, that, yeah. which makes me wonder, like, what happened here. And I don't even think he's that bad. I mean, I didn't see his one before this, Last Flag Flying, which I heard was kind of a disappointment yeah, yeah. too. Did you see uh, the you fabulous, know, your big Boy, fabulous Baker Boys fan? <laughs> Fabulous no, wait, boys. it's not Fabulous Baker Boys. Which one did he do that was like a crime one? Oh, the Newton Boys. The Newton Boys, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't really like the Newton, Newton Boys. Is a bit, <laughs> nobody likes no, the Newton Boys. Yeah, nobody but likes you that. will go to the mat for Suburbia, right? I do like Suburbia. Uh, Never gotten a DVD release. Never gotten a DVD I think Never. it's a music rights issue, right? Yeah, mm. I had to watch that on a VHS at York University <laughs> in their library because that was like the only way that I That feels like it. one that Criterion is probably going to put they out at some point, too. Yeah, I really like that film. It's underrated. I mean, I love Richard Linklater as an experimental filmmaker. Yeah. If this was like a weird kind of like Douglas Sirk experiment, it'd yeah. be different. And but you know, I was, from what I've heard, it's not. To so, it. yeah, yeah. I wanted to go review it because I like Linklater and I wanted to see what he'd do mm-hmm. with this kind of middle of the road material. Because I think he can do some interesting things with yeah. otherwise kind of standard material in the past. But mm-hmm. like, 
this one, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like him. It just no. And then it ends. So the ending is so ridiculous and <laughs> so abruptly. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. It's it's so like everybody's happy. It's like a title card that it's shows up. I just I honestly didn't even think it was over. I thought there was going to be another twenty minutes or something. <laughs> it just ends and it's like, okay. <laughs> and she died in the an- in yeah, Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he just made it because he needed funding for it. Did you hear that musical he's making over like yeah, twenty years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's just you know he's always been kind of like a one for them, one for me mm-hmm. kind of guy. But I just he's always like still made the one for them films pretty good for the most part yeah so. oh i love everybody wants some yeah that one's you great know, that before midnight yep great movie a lot i love a lot again he's one of my favorite films. but not this, this one this so you know what come bad. to bay street video uh rent I'm everybody sorry, wants yeah. some which did not get enough attention I yeah think. because again that's a movie that you could look at and you're like it's just about white guys in college no thank you yeah exactly and i mean i do think it's a bit of a retread of days and confused I'm yes completely honest Oof. he does he does kind of follow the same do you piece, think he's following but... the nostalgia train as well because it's a, a period piece yeah yeah he's like ah times were better back then yeah but you know what but i still enjoyed it and he had made before midnight right before that, which is a very um, prickly film. Yeah, uh, he made Boyhood right before. Oh, that, but Boyhood as well. Before, yeah, he was coming up before Midnight and Boyhood. He was making Boyhood for a long time. Yeah, wasn't that's he? true. That's, that's true. true. There's like a weird Boyhood hate that came out around its release. There was just, a lot of backlash, which, which I understand. I, I guess it's just a weird fight to pick with a movie. I guess it got too much attention. Yeah, I think that's all it is. And then I, I just heard it's like, well, it's just a white person story, and mm-hmm. it, it is. is. It, it very is. Much yeah, is. very much and, is. But and that's always kind of what Richard Linklater's stories have been. And yeah, yeah, no, I can't argue with that. But I think yeah, but it's also just such a sincere. Yeah, it just you feel it's such a sincere movie that it's hard for me to take issue with it. I was but, like, wait, why yeah. would Mark like? But ah, yes, Ethan Hawke, yeah, and we love, know how much you love I Ethan Hawke. He's some Ethan Hawke, and he's great. But also Patricia Arquette is it's very good in that movie as well. Movie. Yeah. yeah, she deserved that Oscar. Um, so that's everything this week that's being released on DVD and Blu-ray. We, I just want to say that um, we, I want to do that thing where people can get two free rentals a month Yeah. if they come up to the desk and they say something. So for the month of December, I think maybe just if you come up to the desk and you have rentals, you go, hey, I heard on the podcast that if I say Happy Aspen, <laughs> I get a free uh, rental. Yeah. Happy Aspen. Happy Aspen. Yeah. Or so Happy really Extreme. Yeah, Happy. Trying to sell Aspen. You know what? I'm going to even extend that. If you buy a copy of Aspen Extreme, I'll yeah. give you a free rental. <laughs> but they could just say the thing. <laughs> they get a free rental. That's true. That's true. Listen, yeah, Mark, no, actually, let's say. Uh, but yeah. I think you don't have any copies for sale, right? Well, we're, we're getting more in. So oh, you're getting they'll, more they'll in. be here. They'll be okay. here. But you have them on DVD. And we have DVDs. Yes. Okay. And, we, you know, we have it. On, if you just want to check it out, rent yeah. it, you know. Okay, yeah. Go just to, rent. pay for the rental. <laughs> let's make some money back. All right, so the but deal yeah. works except for Aspen <laughs> Extreme. Yeah, but if you come in and say, happy Aspen. Yeah, you can or just mention Aspen Extreme yeah, in you can, some way. You're like, I listen to the podcast. They said I would get yeah. um, free rental if I mentioned Aspen Extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... That's what we call viral marketing. Yeah, exactly. you say Aspen Extreme, people in the store will be like, what's Aspen Extreme? Exactly. Yeah, so. <laughs> so please, come in and I heard let's that talk about Aspen Extreme. Our last uh, Shocktober episode, it was not very uh, exploited, our yeah, Shocktober yeah. offer. So <laughs> let's see if people come let's in people during the holiday, holiday season holiday and do season. that. All right, so until next week, I'm Justin McClue. And I'm Mark Hansen. Keep buying. Yeah. No, keep renting. That's your cue. Oh, Mark. is that it? Okay, yeah. let's do it again. Let's no, do it again. no, it's too late. No, let's do it again. Okay. All right, so until next week. <laughs> Keep buying and keep renting. <laughs> wow, you really delivered with that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to match your Super Dave voice. Okay, here, thanks. These movies and many more are available at your local video store.